So, hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal specifically for women over 40, how to eat out without gaining weight. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So we speak to a lot of women in their 40s and 50s who are looking to lose some weight, but struggle to balance that with things like eating out, especially going out for meals in restaurants. So even if they were able to go out for dinner in their 20s and 30s without gaining a load of weight, they find that since turning 40, this just isn't the case. So we've spoken to loads of women who kind of spend the whole week eating healthy or following a diet, following some sort of fitness plan. But then just one meal out at the weekend, one or a couple of meals out over the weekend means that when they step on the scales, they've either seen zero movement or the scales are going up rather than going down. And when you're trying really hard most of the time in the week, putting in loads of effort, but not seeing any results, this can be really frustrating. That can just lead to people giving up completely and then putting on even more weight and ending up worse off than when they started dieting in the first place. And I can't tell you how many women over 40 that we've worked with who are trapped in this situation, who are gaining more and more weight every year, who were choosing clothes to cover up problem areas rather than wearing what they liked and feeling like they'd never be able to get their weight under control unless they completely gave up socializing or going out for dinner. And let's face it, that wouldn't be ideal. I think most people enjoy food and enjoy going out for dinner. So the reason that these women were stuck was actually just because of the physical and hormonal changes that all women go through as they get older, which can make it easier to gain weight, especially around the middle, and it can make it more difficult to lose that weight with normal dieting. But if you do have the right approach, it is possible to enjoy eating out in restaurants, to drop a couple of dress sizes over 12 weeks, feel amazing wearing anything that you want without starving yourself, without having to ban your favorite foods, and without having to even step foot in the gym. And in today's podcast, we're going to reveal exactly how you can do this step by step so that you can get the results you want without having to give up things like enjoying meals out in restaurants. So before we get into our, we've got five steps or five tactics you can use to make sure you don't gain any weight, even when you do enjoy a nice meal out. But before we get into that, I just want to explain why eating out can be such a minefield, why it can be so easy to gain weight when eating out, especially for a woman over 40. So first of all, it's important just to realize what the priority is of a restaurant. The priority of a restaurant is taste. It's not health. It's not you losing weight. It's to get you to come back. And that's going to be by giving you a delicious meal. You don't go back if you go, oh, that was really healthy, but it tasted disgusting. So most places on top of that, they don't have to list the nutritional content of their food. Like a few chains do, but most of them don't have to currently, although Boris has talked about making this a rule when he had COVID last year. I'm not sure if that's actually going to come out to fruition or not. But what this means is a lot of places will use a lot more oil. They use a lot more butter, use a lot more cream because these things make stuff taste good as well as much fattier cuts of meat than you might do at home as well. They'll deep fry more things as well. And this can easily double or triple the calories in a normal size portion of food without you even realizing it won't look any bigger, but it will have a lot more calories within it just because of all these ingredients and 
much larger quantities of them. If you've ever watched a cooking show, Ben and I were talking about this before we started, like Master Chef or um, any of these shows, Great British Menu that's on at the moment where there's professional chefs cooking, the amount of butter they put in stuff and cream and stuff like that, we were saying an oil blows our mind. Like they put a whole block of butter in and you won't even notice it's in the meal. It tastes great, but their priority is taste. It will also, it's also likely they'll use a lot more salt than um, you would use in cooking at home. And whilst there's some debate whether salt's actually harmful for your health or not, we won't go into that today. The main thing with salt is an increased salt intake will cause water retention. So it'll cause your body to hold on to more water when you do consume water, which will actually increase your weight for a few days afterwards. So it can look like you've gained fat when in fact, when you're stepping on the scales and seeing that number going up, at least a lot of this will just be water weight, but it can demotivate a lot of people as well. So it's important to realize that when you eat out and eat a lot more salt, which you basically always will do when you eat out because it's a big flavor enhancer, your weight will likely increase much more than you any sort of amount of body fat you might be gaining. So whilst the salt intake isn't really a huge problem in terms of avoiding long-term weight gain, it's just something to be aware of, the extra calories are something you really need to look out for because it will stop you losing weight and it could even cause you to gain weight very easily if you don't know how to manage it. So what we're going to do now is give you five tactics clients inside our Fit Over 40 program use to still enjoy eating out without gaining any weight. And in fact, our clients actually are able to lose between one to two stone, one to two dress sizes every 12 weeks without missing out on social events and being able to still eat out at their favorite restaurants and enjoy meals out. So Ben, I'll let you get started with the first tactic. So the first tactic is basically to manage your calorie intake around the meal out. So you can't get away from the basic science of weight loss, which is if you consume too many calories, then you're going to gain weight. And if you want to lose a bit, if you want to lose a bit of weight, you basically have to eat slightly less than your body needs. It's just like you can't get around that simple fact. However, this doesn't mean that you have to miss out on a slightly more indulgent meal every now and again. And this is something that we do encourage our clients to do. We don't tell, tell the women that we work with, you know, don't eat anything delicious, don't have anything nice, ban all your favorite foods, never go out for dinner. We say, you know, you can fit all of that in. You can, you can make all of that work as long as you manage the rest of your calorie intake around that. So there are two kind of key ways to do this. So the first way is basically to reduce calories elsewhere in the same day. So on the, on the actual day, it comes up to the day, you know that in the evening you're going out for this fancy meal. You basically adapt that entire day to take all of that into account. So for example, have a really, really light breakfast, really, really light lunch, and then leave yourself loads and loads of calories for the evening. So you can go for that meal. You can indulge a little bit. You don't have to, to, to feel guilty for kind of, you know, getting it wrong on your diet or eating too much or anything like that. You can just indulge and have what you want on the menu and not feel restricted. So a couple of examples might be for breakfast, you might have something like Greek yogurt and fruit, um, especially berries are very, very low in calories. If you have 0% Greek fat, 0% fat, fat Greek yogurt, and you have something like you can have blueberries, raspberries, strawberries with that, it's going to be very, very low calories um, compared to something else. So for example, I don't know, compared to a breakfast, like something like granola with full fat yogurt, with a topping of a bit of honey on the top and a banana cut up on it that's going to be way, way more calories than the, the Greek fat or the fruit. Um, even a bowl of porridge is going to be a lot more calories than that. Porridge is a very healthy breakfast to have. But if you can make really, really low calorie choices for breakfast, you're going to give yourself more calories for later in the day. 
So then you've had your low calorie breakfast, you get to lunchtime and you, you need something else just to keep you going. You've just got to keep yourself going until you get into that restaurant, get that first piece of food and you can start enjoying that meal. So you could, instead of having a normal lunch, whatever that is, you could have something like a chicken or a tuna salad for lunch. If you cook a chicken breast, roast chicken breast in the oven, or you have a tin of tuna, put that in a salad, have maybe a little small drizzle of olive oil. You have a little bit of balsamic vinegar, some salt and pepper to give it some flavor. Um, add loads of other little, slightly more interesting salad bits in there, cherry tomatoes, et cetera. Um, anchovies as well, give yourself a bit of taste of. Most, a lot of people don't like anchovies. I love anchovies in like a tuna salad. Olives as well, make a nice tuna niswa salad. Um, again, that could be very, very low calories, but it's, it's gonna keep you full, it's gonna keep you going. And then to keep yourself going throughout the day, you could also just snack on things like low calorie fruits. So again, you could have more berries for snacks. You could have things like um, snacker jacks, which are very, very low in calories. Um, but yeah, the, the, the idea is that in that day, you reduce the calories in all other meals and save all your calories up for that final meal. And by doing that, you can enjoy that meal without it having any impact on your results. The other way to do it is to reduce calories across the rest of the week. So rather than just in one day, um, if you track your calories as members do inside our Fit Over 40 program, you're able to balance that over the course of the week. So if on, for example, Monday to Thursday, you ate 150 calories less than your normal calorie allowance, which it's not a huge amount and you probably won't notice it, especially if you're making um, good food choices in terms of you're eating foods which are not very calorie dense. If you're getting plenty of vegetables, eating loads of protein, having things like salad and berries and et cetera. So doing all of those tips I, I mentioned previously about how to eat low calorie food and keep yourself full. If you do that through the week and you also, you just end up 150 calories less than normal on those four days, it gives you an extra 600 calories for the meal out on Friday. So when it comes to that meal out on Friday, um, you could then also reduce the calories in the start of the day and you could leave yourself with a huge amount of calories, which might, which might mean you can have a huge meal. You can also have a couple of glasses of wine or something. You can fit all of that in and you can get to the end of the week, step on the scales and find that everything is moving in the right direction and you're still making progress and you haven't, you haven't had to take a step backwards and you haven't had to miss out on any, any food to do that. So the second tactic then, after you've sort of worked on managing your food intake over the day or over the course of the week is to also consider increasing your activity. Because whilst exercise doesn't mean you can kind of eat absolutely anything and get away with it, a lot of people do do that and it just, it doesn't work that way. It can still help to balance out a slightly more indulgent meal. So if you, for example, do an extra 5,000 steps on the day of the meal, this would give you around 200 calories more to play with because you burn about 40 calories on average per thousand steps. So it's, it's not going to mean you can then just have a massive blowout, but that will be enough for, for example, an extra glass of wine or for half of a dessert. So hopefully you can see, look, if you've done a walk, you do a, um, a couple of mile walk that day, then you might be able to have one more glass of wine. If you do 10 miles, you might be able to have a couple. It doesn't mean you can then have you know, absolutely everything on the menu, the bread on the side, eat deep fried chips. It's not, it's still not going to work like that. You can't out exercise the diet that's like completely out of control, but you can use exercise to eke out a little bit more enjoyment without setting yourself back. It's something I will always do. And I think Ben, you're the same. When I know I have a meal out, I will do a run or I'll do a, a longer gym session, anything to just make sure that I've kind of balanced it out a little bit better and I can enjoy that meal again um, a little bit more as well. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, then the third thing is when it comes to starters or desserts, you can share those rather than having a, a full portion. So portion sizes are pretty large nowadays anyway. I find that the one that tends to give you the, mo the most kind of over what you would actually want from the meal is usually the dessert. So um, often if you order like a piece of cheesecake or something for a dessert, you'll get halfway through it and you'll think, you know, it's really been great to have that taste of cheesecake. I've enjoyed that, but actually I can finish it, but I, I don't really need to finish it. But then because you paid for it, because you've got the dessert, you, you don't want to leave an empty plate, uh, full, you don't want to leave a load of food on the plate. Most people, I think, will just finish it. We'll just keep eating until they're, until they're done. Um, but the average three-course meal in a restaurant contains around 1,800 calories to 2,000 calories, and that's without alcohol. Um, if you watch something like MasterChef or any other cooking programs, it's easy to see why, because you'll see, you know, for example, we, we were talking before, Rob, um, if, I was gonna, if I'm going to make mashed potato, I'll, I'll get my potatoes, I'll mash them all up, I'll put in, like, I don't know, teaspoon of butter maybe two or something like that a little splash of milk but you never know what they've what they're adding to make their mashed potatoes so delicious when you go out to a restaurant and you watch those cooking programs and they put in like half a block of butter and like the bit of cream in there and they mix it all together and, and that's how it tastes so good compared to the food that we make at home but calories wise that just pushes the calories of everything up and like every piece of meat which may have been basted in butter and it's just all the extra techniques they do that make the food delicious, but at the same time, add loads and loads of calories to it. So our average client in our Fit Over 40 program is on around 1,600 calories a day to lose one to two pounds a week. Although this calorie target does vary a lot from person to person, and we calculate each of our clients' nutritional needs on a person to per person, to person basis, basically. Um, but based on an intake of 1,600 calories being kind of the average amount for your average 40 to 50, 40 to kind of 55 year old woman to see some results on the eight great results on the scales. Um, if your average three course meal is, you know, 1800 to 2000 calories, that's going to be enough to use all the calories for the entire day for one of our clients, even without having alcohol and without eating anything else. So if you have no breakfast and no lunch, however, it doesn't mean that you have to miss out on entirely. So if you were to share your starter and you to share your dessert, so if your partner's happy to do that or anybody else is happy to do that, usually I'll say, um, if I'm going out for a meal and I don't, I, I don't usually want the whole dessert to myself, unless, I, unless I'm with, the only case would be there's two people, we both want a different dessert and the only way I'm going to be able to have that dessert is if I have the whole one to myself, then I'm going to have to have the whole one for myself. But if there's more people and someone wants to share one, so for example, my mum is probably always going to want to share a dessert for me. She's not really a big dessert person. Um, but yeah, if I share that dessert with my mum, I share the starter with somebody else, I could bring the amount of calories for the total meal closer to kind of 1,000 to 1,200 calories per day, which if you then do those other previous tips of having lighter meals for the rest of the day, you could fit all of that within your calories. You can avoid gaining any weight and you can still make really good progress towards your goals. Okay, so tip number four then is also fairly obviously, if you're eating out regularly, you're going to need to make better choices as well. You can't just sort of go for the thing you fancy every single time. You're going to need to think a little bit more about what's going to work for me to avoid gaining weight or to lose weight. So if you're the type of person who eats out very rarely, so let's say you eat out once a month, you can probably indulge when you do that, provided the rest of the time, you know, you're 
you're not eating too much and you're fairly active, it shouldn't be an issue at all. But if you eat out regularly, so you eat out multiple times a week, now that things, especially, you know, right now we're coming out of lockdown, things are opening up. If you're eating out multiple times a week or you're having a takeaway and a meal out or you're eating out lunches at work and then you're also eating out at restaurants for dinner, then you will definitely need to make some better choices. And sometimes you're going to need to choose the best choices available um, in order to, to actually avoid gaining weight. So it doesn't mean you have to miss out on enjoying what you eat. It doesn't mean you have to have salad for every portion, but you do need to follow some of the following guidelines. We'll give you a few guidelines now to avoid that meal just becoming way too many calories. You really don't want it to be that 1800 to 2000 calorie average Ben was just talking about there. So these are very simple things, but if you do follow them, it's going to make a world of difference. So first of all, avoid anything deep fried. So for example, choose a sea bass instead of battered cod or um, avoid having deep fried chips and get a side of potatoes or get, you know, you could just get a side of veg or salad and avoid having any carbs at all with that main course. Another thing you can do is avoid sugary or buttery sauces. So choose a tandoori chicken. Let's say you go for curry, you can get like a tandoori or a chicken shashlik, which is the fried one that it looks really cool, comes out on the fried plate, if you're having it in the restaurant anyway, um, on, on like that metal dish that's cooking as it comes out doesn't have any sauce on it because that sauce is usually full of cream, yogurt, but, yogurt sorry, butter, um, and it's going to be way more calories again. So avoid sauces where you can. Again, if you're eating out regularly, don't have a sauce all the time. Choose leaner cuts of meat or fish. So if you go for something like a chicken breast or a white fish or tuna, that's going to have a lot less fat, which means a lot less calories than a steak or a burger or um, a fattier cut of fish even. So even like salmon will have more calories than tuna or white fish. Another thing that can help is to avoid, uh, avoid, order a side of vegetables if you are still hungry. So if you know you're not really gonna be full, rather than ordering a side of chips or carbs, order yourself a side of vegetables and that will help to fill you up. It probably has still been cooked in a bit of butter. So, you know, this it, it swings around about, but it's gonna be better than, um, a lot of the, the other side options. And if you want to kind of bulk it up, or you could order a salad if it's summer as well, that's probably going to be quite good. And I'd always get the dressing on the side if you order a salad, because oil is basically pure calories. It's very, very high in calories. That's what most dressing is based on. That's why it's tasty. But often they douse it in oil. There'll be 300 calories of oil on that dressing alone. And you don't really want to do that. So instead, get it on the side. You can just put on like a half a tablespoon, which will be like 80 calories, 60 calories. And that'll be a lot better for you as well. Two last things I recommend, drink lots of water, get a big jug of tap water because I know a lot of people I work with actually don't drink much water, but I always drink a lot of water with a meal. It will help to fill you up. And then the last thing is to avoid nibbling on bread. So if they bring bread over and you're trying to lose weight or avoid gaining weight, again, if you're eating out regularly, say no to the bread quite a lot of the time. Just say, no, thanks. I'll leave that this time. If you're eating out once a month or less, you can probably have it. So those are the tips I would recommend if you're a regular to eating out to avoid gaining any weight. So the next step is to manage the calories in your drink. So drinks could often contain a lot more calories than you think and can be the thing that pushes that meal over the edge. So it might be that the meal itself could fit within your calorie allowance and you can make progress. But after you've had those couple of drinks, it pushes you from maintaining your weight into gaining weight. So it's important to have some strategies. So if you're drinking alcohol, you can choose a lower calorie alcohol option and for, the, for a load of techniques and tips on that, 
check out last week's podcast episode, which was on the 16 best alcoholic drinks for weight loss, specifically for women over 40. Um, the second thing, if you're avoiding, if you're trying to drink, if, if you're including alcohol and you're still going to have an alcoholic drink, avoid buying a whole bottle of wine. So a whole bottle of wine is about 650 to 700 calories on top of a heavy meal, which could easily tip you from maintaining your weight into gaining half a pound or more. So instead of ordering a whole bottle of wine, just buy wine by the glass if wine is what you want um, or have something different, have a G&T or something else. Um, but just get yourself a singular drink rather than getting an entire bottle of wine. And if you're not drinking alcohol, choose diet drinks rather than full sugar drinks. So, you know, if you decide that you want to have a Coke or something like that, um, just always choose the diet option, whatever the diet option is. Um, they, they use sweeteners to sweeten those things, which are, you know, it, there's, a, there's a load of kind of, some people think sweeteners are really, really bad for you. Some people think they're fine. Um, you know, they're probably, no, nothing's going to be as good for you as water. However, calories wise, they're going to be a lot lower on calories and full sugar drinks. So diet drinks all the way. Um, avoid also, so after the meal, um, if they come around and, and you're going to have teas and coffees after the meal, if you do want to have a tea or a coffee, either have something like a black coffee, have a black tea, have a tea and maybe add the milk yourself and just put a little bit of milk in there. Maybe ask for skim milk or semi-skim rather than full fat milk. Um, but yeah, with your drinks, just keep those drinks low calories. Go there, enjoy the food. Um, and if you can, try not to have too many calories in the drinks as well. And these tips, they all they all add up. I think that's the key thing from what you were saying there, Ben. Like those little things like I'm going to have skim milk with my tea rather than full fat milk, or I'm going to have a herbal tea rather than um, a, a tea with milk, or I'm going to have a glass of wine rather than the bottle, which inevitably you'll drink the whole thing. They all sound like small things, but they all add up to the making you know, a huge difference between gaining weight or maintaining your weight or losing weight. And these are all the kind of tips our clients use inside our Fit Over 40 program. That means they can still enjoy eating out. And we've got an example here from um, Beth. So Beth is a busy sales rep from London. She traveled for work all the time. Obviously, this is before COVID, um, but she will be doing that again afterwards. But she said, I joined Trinity to do something differently instead of another fad diet that didn't fit around my work and social life. I wanted a structured plan that gave me the motivation and support to stick to it no matter what life threw my way. And Trinity gave me exactly that. Since joining Trinity, I'm shocked at the amount of inches I've lost and I'm down a dress size in the first 12 weeks. I'm not new to lifting weights, but I'm lifting heavier weights. So I'm for sure getting stronger and seeing more muscle tone all over my body. I love the flexibility of the program. I still socialize and eat out whilst keeping on track. And I feel much happier and healthier without feeling restricted or like I'm missing out on anything. So as you can see there, Beth was able to still eat out. This was again before COVID, but we're talking about this today because we're starting to be able to eat out again. She was able to still eat out. She's still able to socialize and still able to lose a dress size in 12 weeks. And loads of other clients are able to do exactly the same thing. In fact, all of our clients are able to do exactly the same thing inside our Fit Over 40 program and lose typically one to two stone every 12 weeks or one to two dress size every 12 weeks. So if you're interested in finding out more about that, Ben, where can people go to find out more information? So to find out more about what we do and about the program that all our clients use to, to see amazing results without having to give up things like eating out or give up enjoyment of food, just head to www.fit40info.com and you can get all of the details on that page. So that just about wraps it up for this week's podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining. I hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast. We'll see you then. 
So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.